name is Patrick McGillray, and I'm an experienced marathoner, ultra runner, master life coach, and weight loss coach for runners. I've learned that running more and eating less does not work for weight loss and that there's a better way. Now I help runners like you to get leaner and get stronger so you can run faster and run longer than you ever thought possible. This is Running Lean. Hey there, and welcome to episode number 30 of Running Lean. My name is Patrick McGilvray, and I'm your host and the weight loss coach for runners. And if you're just tuning in for the first time, you're not losing your mind. Uh, I just recently changed the name of the podcast. So this is the podcast formerly known as the Running Mind Podcast. And now we're just running lean. Boom. So welcome to Running Lean, where you're going to learn all about how to get leaner and get stronger so you can run faster and run longer than you ever thought possible. You are capable of amazing things. And that's kind of what we're talking about today. We're talking about facing challenges in order to unleash that amazingness that is lurking inside you. Let's face it, it's been a challenging year for all of us. Just considering the impact that the COVID-19 global pandemic has had on every single one of us, it's been a challenging year. It's been a huge challenge for all of us. We've all been forced outside our comfort zones and into a place that feels very uncomfortable, very challenging. But what I want to talk to you about today is how it's these these very challenges that we face that show us who we really are. It's the challenges that force us to grow. It's the challenges that change us, sometimes in profound ways that we never would have experienced if it weren't for going through all the discomfort of these challenges. The challenges that we face are essential for our growth as human beings. So I'm going to get into all of that in just a minute. But if you haven't already, be sure to check out the Running Lean community on Facebook. It's a group that kind of goes hand in hand with this podcast. Um, And it's a fun, thriving, engaging community of like-minded runners who all want the same thing. They want to get leaner and stronger, run faster, be able to run longer. And um, speaking of challenges, this month we've been doing the No Sugar Challenge and it's been super fun. It's hard. It's a challenge. That's why it's called a challenge. It's not easy to quit eating sugar, trust me. Um, But lots of people have been in the group ditching sugar and carbs and experiencing, you know, discomfort, but also amazing changes. And here's a recent comment from Sandra. She's in the group and she's talking about how, how she feels. And she says, I'm doing great. I'm finally over the headaches and the fatigue. I now have the energy to run consistently and longer. Oh, and I've lost inches and I've lost eight pounds. It's day 16 for me. Super excited about the results thus far. That is amazing, Sandra. That is amazing work. Giving up sugar is not easy. It's a challenge, it's hard. But it's not quite as hard when you've got the support of all these people around you to kind of share the experience with you and help keep you motivated. So join the group, just search for uh, Running Lean Community on Facebook and join us. I'd love to have you in there. Also, very important, our next masterclass, the next Running Lean Weight Loss Masterclass for Runners starts Monday, August 3rd. That is just 10 days from today, if you're listening to this on Friday. It's a six weeks intensive training program. You're gonna learn how to become a fat adapted runner. That means getting off the sugar and running on fat. (laughs) Running on your own body fat, which is an amazing source of fuel. 
Yes, you will lose pounds, you will lose inches, but also you'll become leaner and stronger. You'll be able to run. Running will be easier, I promise you. It's hard at first, but then it gets easier. I do have a couple of spots left, and I'm only accept accepting a small number of students per class. I keep it intimate, and uh, it's a select group of people, so you'll need to apply. So if you wanna get your application in, do it now before the program sells out, because it will sell out. Just go to innerfiretribe.com forward slash masterclass to apply. Okay, so let's get into this topic today, which is the challenges. It's the challenges that change us. So like I had mentioned, it's been a challenging year for all of us. You know, we've got this global pandemic. I mean, who would have known that something like this would happen? It has radically changed our lives. It's affected the economy. It's affected us as human beings like nothing we've ever experienced before. There's been uh, layoffs and work furloughs. People have had to adjust to working from home. People have had to adjust to being at home with their spouses and with their kids. <laughs> uh, not always easy. People have had to learn how to use Zoom, talk about stress. Um, you know, parents are expected to homeschool their kids along with, you know, doing their job from home. Um, you know, our running groups have all been canceled. All of our races have been canceled. All of these big goals and dreams that we had for this year have been canceled or at least, you know, put on a, some extended hold. And, um, you know, this is these are all big challenges. You know, if you can put all this stuff together, you know, it can seem like it's pretty overwhelming, right? Pretty big challenges. So I'm going to share some stuff with you here, and I hope... You don't mind, but I'm going to ask your permission to get real with you. And I'm going to be vulnerable and talk about some things that I really haven't talked about before here. Is that cool? 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 Okay, good. So here we go. So here's been some of the personal challenge that I've faced in addition to, you know, the, the global pandemic and all the fun that's kind of gone along with that. So at the beginning of this year, I, I got divorced. You know, my wife uh, said she was uh, ready to move on and... Um, and so I uh, had to go through that, which is a challenge. Um, and that meant, uh, you know, finding my own place to live. So I moved into my own place. I had to get used to living alone again, which is kind of weird after being married for like nine and a half years, you know. Um, I had to figure out how to pay my bills because honestly, at the time, she was the main income earner for our, our, our relationship in our marriage. And uh, so I had to hustle, right? I had to like uh, get some jobs and stuff. So I, I did, I like, uh, I had my coaching business and I was you know doing some coaching, which was good, kind of building my business uh, at the time. But I went out there and I, and I got some jobs so that I could have some more steady income coming in. So I got a job working at a running store, a local running store, selling running shoes, basically, which was, you know, was fine. Um, I got a job uh, working as the head coach of one of the local running groups here in Cincinnati. And that was fun. And, you know, pay a little bit of money, which is good. In addition to those three things, so my coaching, the running store, the running group uh, head coach, I was doing some um, rideshare, you know, driving, just picking up some some extra cash, uh, driving people around for Lyft. 
And on all that was fine. Like I was fine. I was making ends meet. I was hustling. I was very busy. I was working literally like all the time. And then COVID hit. And things really changed in a big way for me personally. The two jobs that I had, the two paying jobs that I had, I, I got furloughed from both of those. So we had to stop the running group and obviously the running store had to shut down. So um, those two things went away immediately. And, and then I had to like stop doing that rideshare thing because I did not want people in my car. You know, I did not, I just don't trust, you know, people. I wanted to stay safe and I didn't want to get sick. So I um, stopped doing that. And that all brought a lot of fear to me and a lot of financial fear. Like, how am I going to pay my rent? How am I going to buy groceries? That kind of stuff. And, um, and so I started, uh, delivering food for Uber Eats. So I just did some, some of that food delivery. And I got to tell you, at the, during the stay-at-home order, that was a pretty lucrative gig. You know what I mean? I could work on my coaching business in the day and then um, deliver food at uh, dinnertime, basically. And, and, I, and I did that for quite a while and, and really made a lot of good money doing that. You'd be surprised. People were ordering a lot of food during the uh, the lockdown. Okay, so working on my coaching biz during the day, recording podcasts, sharing content, you know, creating programs and things like that, and then at night um, out there hustling, delivering food. Um, and I got to tell you, all of this stuff, dealing with all of this and and the divorce and and all of that, all at once was very challenging for me. There was a lot, a lot of stress going on in my life. And, um, and I didn't choose any of it. You know, it wasn't like I, I went out there and was like, I think I'm going to uh, get divorced and start my life kind of all over again at 53 years old. You know, I didn't want that and choose that. I mean, I've chosen plenty of challenges. Like I've chosen to do hard things plenty of times. I've run dozens of marathons and ultra marathons. You know, I did an Ironman. Uh, I ran a hundred miles. I did a hundred mile uh, trail race. All of these things were very hard, but I chose them. They all made me feel very uncomfortable. They got me out of my comfort zone. I knew they would though, but I made a decision, a conscious decision ahead of time to do these things. Okay. I didn't choose to get divorced. I didn't choose to get furloughed from those jobs. I didn't choose to kind of start my life all over again on my own. And I certainly didn't choose a global pandemic uh, to just add to the fun of all of this stuff going on. All of this stuff forced me to get out of my comfort zone. It forced me to get uncomfortable. And inevitably, it, like, it forced me to grow and to change and this is the powerful lesson that I'm going to share with you here today is that whether or not you choose the challenge, if you face it head on, you change for the better. You've got to embrace the discomfort that these challenges bring. The key is to step up and face the challenge head on. Embrace the discomfort. Discomfort is the cost of growth. It's the price you pay if you want to change. Because when you avoid discomfort, you avoid 
all the change and all the growth. You stay right where you are. Yeah, it feels comfortable. It feels good. It's what you know. But you'll also never have the experience of becoming anything more than you are right here now in this moment. And, and one big way that we avoid discomfort is we try not to feel our feelings. You know, we don't want to feel bad. We don't want to feel any negative emotions because that feels bad. So a lot of times what we do is we, we buffer away our emotions. And buffering means we put something external between us and our emotions. So we use something like food or alcohol to make us feel better on the inside. So we might, we might uh, feel scared or lonely or, or angry. And so we eat something or drink something. And it does feel better temporarily. Um, but we, we're, we're basically, we're resisting those feelings. We're resisting those emotions that are coming up during that challenging time. You know, uh, we reject anything that's so-called like a negative emotion because they don't feel good. And we want to feel good like right now. I can't tell you how often I used food to feel better at the beginning of this year. You know, the first couple of months after our uh, separation, I was eating a lot of pizza and a lot of Ben and Jerry's ice cream, and it did feel good. It was kind of like the best part of my day. I would, I would, you know, like I was saying, I was, I was working all day and then working all night, and then I would be like, I'm getting a large pizza and a couple of pints of Jer Ben and Jerry's ice cream, and this is going to be like the best part of my day. I look forward to it. I mean, honestly, that's probably not awesome if that's the best part of your day, but that's a topic for another day. But anyway, it works for a minute. Like it does does feel good to eat all that sugar and stuff. It works for a minute, but then it doesn't work, right? Like you come down off the sugar and then you're still left with all those emotions. You still feel all those feelings, but only now you feel worse because you're getting fat on top of feeling hurt or lonely or scared. <laughs> so avoiding the discomfort does not work. It only makes things worse. You have to embrace the discomfort of your challenges. So I had to learn how to allow these emotions in. I had to learn how to allow them in and process them, just to let them be there. The negative emotions, the quote unquote negative emotions, the positive emotions, all of them. I had to stop using food as an escape from my emotions. And this is not something most people are willing to do. Most people will not do this because it's hard. It does not feel good. It is uncomfortable. But if you want to step up, if you want to face your challenges head on, you have to allow these emotions in. You know, like a good example is right before the start of Iron Man, so if you're not familiar with what Iron Man is, it is a brutal, it's like one of the uh, toughest uh, sporting events you can do as a human being. So it starts with a 2.4 mile swim and then a 112 mile bike followed by a full 26.2 marathon. And, um, and so I trained for a long time for this thing, but then you know, the morning of the event, we're standing there ready to jump in the water and I was like feeling so scared so scarce, full of fear. 
and I just allowed that fear to be there with me. And I, and I, the gun went off and I jumped in the water and I just did it anyway. That's a good example. I, I tune into that feeling I had at the time of just allowing that emotion to be there with me while I was doing this really hard thing. And I was kind of feeling that same way about the separation and the divorce at the beginning of this year. I was feeling so hurt and angry about the divorce, you know? And I, I didn't want to feel that way, but I allowed the feelings to be there. I allowed those emotions to be there. And I carried on anyway. I, I, I just kept doing the next right thing anyway. It's kind of like you're driving in a car and, and you look over in the passenger seat and you're like, hello, fear. Hello, hurt. Hello, anger. Yeah, you guys can come along with me, but I'm driving. You're not in charge here. <laughs> so don't allow those feelings to overwhelm you or overtake you or dictate how you're going to show up. You know, keep moving forward. Allow the feelings to be there with you. That's what it means to embrace the discomfort. You know, think about this sugar challenge or no sugar challenge we're doing in July. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to not eat sugar if you're used to eating it. It doesn't feel good. You, there's some like withdrawal symptoms that you get, a headache, maybe a little lethargy, um, and, and it just doesn't feel good. And you don't have that thing anymore, that buffer to use to feel better. So there's this period of like discomfort and most people are just not willing to feel that discomfort. But I'm telling you, it is, it, the discomfort is the price you have to pay to become more. When you embrace discomfort and you face your challenges, you grow. Because growth doesn't happen in your comfort zone. All you get in your comfort zone is more of what you already know and have. You don't, you don't get to be more. When you embrace discomfort, you learn what you're capable of. And let me tell you, you are capable of way more than you realize. When you embrace discomfort, you build trust in yourself. You build confidence in yourself. And you begin to change in profound ways that you'd never even imagine if you weren't faced with this particular challenge. You become more of that amazing human being that you already are, but you just become more. You know, you get to become an example of what's possible. And honestly, when you embrace discomfort and you like face your challenges and, and move through them, it just, it feels amazing. The sense of accomplishment and pride that you have in that, oh my gosh. Now, here's the best and worst part about all of this. The bigger the challenge, the bigger the change. <laughs> so if you want to make some big changes in your life, you've got to like face some big challenges head on. You know, and a lot of times what we do is we say, well, I'm going to do this little challenge. I'll stop eating a little bit of sugar. I'll cut it down a little bit, you know. And then you might get a little bit of a change, you know. But if you really want to elicit big changes in your life, you've got to like face these big challenges, whether you choose them or not. You know, I faced some very big challenges this year so far. And because of those big challenges, I've changed in big ways. You know, right now, sitting here talking to you today, I feel so good about myself. I'm very comfortable living here on my own. 
I'm very comfortable financially. I'm very comfortable uh, with myself. I actually love being alone and love living by myself. Um, I actually have a good relationship with my ex-wife. Like we still talk. And just a little sidebar, like who, who wouldn't want to be married to me? I just want to know that, right? I mean, because I'm awesome. <laughs> um, but anyway, that's another another topic. Um, but I've gotten myself off the sugar. I've gotten myself off the carbs. I've lost, I've lost 40 pounds this year. And it's not because of stress. Actually, I was gaining weight because of the stress eating that I was doing. Um, it was one of the reasons why I was like, dude, I got to do something about this now. So I got off the sugar and the carbs. I started eating a, a high fat, low carb diet. I've lost 40 pounds. Running is so much more enjoyable again. Um, I'm, I'm actually like at the best weight and I'm in the best shape of my life that I've been at since, since I can remember. I, I don't remember ever being in this good a shape and I'm 53. I'm not like, you know, super young. Um, other big ways I've changed. I'm doing work that I love every single day. Talking to you right here on this podcast is a great example of the kind of work I'm doing not be, not in spite of the challenges I've had, but because of them. Because I've been forced to like step up my game. You know, I'm building this amazing community of runners and it fills me with gratitude and with love. I mean, this is an amazing, positive group of people that I get to surround myself with. I feel so grateful for that. I have this great coaching business that I, I, I just love coaching people, by the way. Like when I'm coaching someone, I'm in my zone my, and I just feel amazing. You know, I, right now, this podcast, it's like one of the top ranked podcasts on iTunes. What? That's crazy. I've rekindled all these amazing friendships with people from people from high school and people that I just haven't been, you know, friends with for a while or haven't really communicated with. I have all these people reaching out to me and saying, hey, Patrick, how you doing? I just, I feel overwhelmed with love and support from my friends, from family. And today I show up in everything I do as like the best and most authentic version of myself yet. And I know there's even more to come. But today I can honestly tell you, sitting here today, I love myself unconditionally. This is not something I would have said four or five months ago. I love myself unconditionally. This is one of the most amazing changes I've ever experienced in my life. And here's the, here's the crazy part about all this. I would not be here today in this place with all, this, all these amazing changes that I've experienced I would not be here today if, if I was still married. I just know that. I would not be who I am today if I was still in that comfortable life that I had. I was forced out of that comfortable life and into all this discomfort. It was very uncomfortable. <laughs> if I haven't stressed that enough, it was very uncomfortable. The divorce, the loss of jobs, the pandemic, all of this but it was the catalyst for my change and my growth. And I know it sounds crazy, but I am grateful for all of it. I'm not where I am today despite these challenges. I'm here and who I am today because of those challenges. And I look at challenges differently today. 
but see challenges as opportunities, opportunities to grow, to change, to become more, to get stronger, to thrive. I don't want to just survive. I'm not here to be a survivor. I want to thrive. I want to be amazing. I just want to be like, fine. You ever ask people like, how you doing? And they're like, fine. You're like, of all the emotions you could choose to feel, you just want to feel fine. No, I want to be amazing. Now, are our challenges hard? Are they hard to do? Is it hard to like face your challenges? Yes. Hell yes. Is giving up sugar hard? Yes, it is. <laughs> you know, you feel terrible at first. Running sucks for a little while. But then is it worth it when you get through all that and you get to the other side of that? Again, hell yes. It is so worth it. Is running a marathon hard? You know it is. But are you profoundly changed when you cross that finish line, especially with your first marathon? Oh my gosh, you know you are. So here's my challenge to you. What are you avoid doing because it's hard? What are you not doing because it's uncomfortable? I want to challenge you today to do that. Do the hard stuff. Face those challenges, whether you're choosing them or not. Get out of your comfort zone. Do it often if you can. Do it every day if you can. You know, whether a challenge is something you're choosing or not choosing, embrace the discomfort because there will be discomfort. Learn how to feel your feelings. Learn how to allow them in and keep moving forward. You know, don't use those buffers against your emotions. Don't eat to feel better. Don't drink to feel better. Don't do drugs to feel better because that stuff, it does not work. You have to learn how to feel your feelings. But when you do, when you get out of your comfort zone, when you show up as your most authentic self, when you face your challenges head on, you get to show yourself what you're made of. You get to become more. You'll blow your own mind with this work, I promise you. And you can see what amazing big changes you can make in your life. Who you can be. Who do you want to be? Not despite the challenges, but because of them. Oh, that was good. I, um, I'm, I'm glad I shared that stuff with you guys here today. Um, and uh, honestly, join the Facebook group because we, we talk about challenges a lot in there. Um, and, uh, and every Sunday I do kind of like a, a little free training in there, uh, Sunday afternoons. So last Sunday we talked about what it means to become a fat adapted runner and all the benefits of that. And, uh, it's, it's good. We, uh, we, uh, have lots of fun discussions in the group. So please join us over in Facebook, uh, Facebook land. Uh, just, uh, go to, uh, find the running lean community on Facebook. And then remember the next running lean weight loss masterclass for runners starts in just 10 days. You will learn exactly how to become a fat adapted runner. It's an intensive six week training program taught by me live get to ask questions, get all your questions answered. You will lose weight. You will run faster. You'll become stronger. You'll become a bonk proof runner. You'll be able to run those long distances without ever worry about like crashing and burning. You'll learn how to end the emotional eating. You'll learn how to allow and process those emotions. I'll help you work through embracing the discomfort of all of this. Yes, it's a challenging program, but it will change you. You will be transformed as a runner and as a human being in just six weeks. And I do have a couple spots left, so please 
get your application in now, innerfiretribe.com forward slash masterclass. Okay, that's all I got for you today. Lots of love to each and every one of you, my friends. Keep on running lean. I'll talk to you soon. If you've tried to lose weight by running miles and miles or starving yourself and you've had zero results, you are not alone. This model of weight loss is broken. It's never worked and it has to be replaced. That's why I created a powerful new training just for you called How to Become a Lean Running Machine. You'll discover why running more and eating less does not work for weight loss. And you'll learn the three secrets to losing weight and keeping it off for good. To get this free training right now, just go to theRunningMindPodcast.com slash lean and learn how you can become a lean running machine.